Welcome to Travel, Eat, and Learn. I'm Susan Sam Shockley. And I'm Patrick Barney. And now that the elections are over, I think Democrats and Republicans should sit down together on a couch and watch our show. It'll be good for the country, and we need the ratings. <laughs> well, Sam, our title says it all. Travel, because we believe the world is a book, and those who do not travel only read one page. Eat. We feel the best way to experience a city, state, or country is by eating the local cuisine and meeting the local people. And learn. We want you to have fun and learn about the customs and the cuisines that you encounter. Thank you for watching our show. This week, it's being brought to you by Four More Travel. Where you, read, you dream it and they make it happen. Well, Sam, we got a lot to do today, but I think we might as well get right into the news of the day. Sorry, I just got carried away there. There's an echo in here. <laughs> a, re a recent survey just came out that told you the five longest lines in airports and the five shortest lines in airports for TSA security checks. I think it's important for you to realize this because you can, you know, reroute your, it may be worthwhile rerouting your ideas on where you're going to fly to do that. We're going to one of the worst places tomorrow. I know. It's you, on the I, worst. I, I, I didn't I, say where it was. You just well, have to okay. say. That's right. That's but because we planned there. ahead of time. <laughs> okay. The five shortest, the places you really want to go to. Tampa, which, by the way, is a nice airport. Portland, where it rains a lot. Fort Lauderdale, if you're going to catch a cruise ship, there's a place to go. San Diego, if you're going to catch another cruise ship or head for Tijuana, there's the place to go. And San Francisco, so they have the shortest line. Longest lines, you definitely want to re avoid these airports if you can. And John F. Kennedy in New York. Orlando in Florida. I mean, the mouse people are just all over the place. <laughs> Newark, Newark Liberty, which is in Jersey, it's the third airport in the New York area, and that has a lot of international flights, so the lines are really long. Chicago O'Hara, of course, between the weather and the amount of people using Chicago to go somewhere my else kind makes it of town, Yeah, Chicago it's just another reason to avoid Chicago. My... And finally, Denver is the other one with the longest lines, and that's because Denver is one of the major hubs in hitting the western cities. So anyway, keep that in mind. And if you're talking to your travel agent, or better yet, if you're talking to my wife and for more travel, you might want to say, hey, I'd like to go to such and such a place, but don't send me through this station. So hope that helps you. And news you can use, Carnival's Vista. It's the newest ship that they have. It's going to be inaugurated in New York City, and the theme of the inauguration is for the military and military families. This ship now holds four, almost 4,000 people, and it is going to be their newest innovative ship in the fact that they have IMAX. They've got like a, an air bicycle. I don't exactly know what that is. And I hope it stops. <laughs> they have a microbrewery that now, you Now now you're talking. That you now can you're talking. Make your own beer. 
And uh, so this is, this is something new that Carnival has, and it's trying to compete with the RCCL, Royal Caribbean, 6,000 ship that has everything at everything, everything. Well, we also looked at another survey that uh, looks at the travel trends for 17, 2017. We got a new presidency coming up here, and, and of course we've had trouble throughout the world. And certain things have come up. First of all, as you would expect, <laughs> travel to Europe has gone down. Gone down, and they're planning less trips to Europe. However, they're being very selective, okay? They're going after certain places like England, the UK, Ireland, and Italy is still in the top five. France is not. Okay? But people are staying closer to home. Mexico, very big, okay? Canada is pretty much taking France's place as the number five spot. And I guess, you know, if you want to hear French spoken poorly, go to Montreal. Okay. You can fly there, you can cruise there. Yes, whatever you want. So anyway, however, in the United States, the, what are the three two? The three two. What are the three two? The two three. The three. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what are the three best locations that everybody's still going to in the United States? What do you think they are? Mount Rushmore. No. The parks. No. Okay, you don't know. <laughs> Florida, between Disneyland and all the cruise places, Florida, yeah. California for the winos uh, and the and national parks, and of course our own private Las Vegas, yeah. still in the top three, in the top three. So that's what's happening in, in uh, oh, I also forgot, because we're your Caribbean connection here, one of the other places they want to stay closer to home. So the Caribbean is going to get a lot more traffic in 2017. And we're Caribbean experts. That's why I said we have the Caribbean co uh, connection. Oh, okay. okay. All right. I wasn't listening. All right, Sam. Do you have any other songs or anything? No. Okay. No. No. Thank God. I think it's time for us to, for a little Ice Cube jazz. Now, you know, every, every day, every, or every day, yeah, probably every day, <laughs> but every time after the show, we always tell you we're going on one of our happy hour hunts. And last time, we told you we were going to Table 34. This is a quiet little restaurant just south of the airport on Warm Springs. And this is a quiet happy hour place. No big fancy drinks, nothing like that. We went there for a very nice glass of Merlot. And I'm sorry, Melbeck. Yes, Melbeck, which we got to really like when we were in an Argentina. And if you ever buy a, a Melbeck, make sure you're getting a Melbeck from Argentina. Uh, California started to try to make it in the last five years, but California Melbeck is not as soft as an Argentina Melbeck. Anyway, we had a glass of, of Melbeck and their great happy hour food. And that was, that was it. Quiet, only 10 bar stools, nice people. We started off with what you see here is their sweet potato puffs. They are deep fried and light and dipped in a honey mustard sauce. Oh my gosh, it just, it, you want to drink a whole glass of wine with that. You just have to. And then, then when we went to Sam, one of Sam's favorite, these are sliders. Now these are Kobe beef sliders, right? Okay, and I tell you, one of the things that, that they uh, really do well, you probably saw it there in the picture and I didn't mention it, 
you got pickles to put on there, and those pickles are wafer thin. They're sliced so bad. Now, you know, Table 34 is known for their farm to the fork type thing, which is hard. I don't want to say fork to farm, but you know, who's going to eat the pickles? <laughs> no, okay, okay, but it's farm to fork, yeah, okay, or farm. Anyway, hence the name Table 34. The final thing, though, is my favorite why I go there, and that is their duck tacos. Three duck tacos with all the fixings, and does that go with a nice, strong red wine? So table 34, if you want a quiet, very happy, happy hour with a good glass of wine. And it's very intimate, and we go there and we meet people, and you actually, I talked to a movie star, somebody who was in a, a Woody Allen film just recently. Uh, it's very interesting to sit at a bar for happy hour and meet people. I think that's the happy part about happy hour. <laughs> yeah, and with the, yeah, and with the alcohol, anybody will talk to you. So, all right, Sam. Well, I think table thirty-four is well was well worth it. Yes. Okay. Yes. How about now? You've got a Vegas Beyond the Strip to talk about. So happy to talk about this. I've been kind of waiting for just the proper moment because it's going to take me a little while to talk about it. The best show in town at the greatest value is at the South Point Resort. It is the Dennis Bono show. It's a radio show and it's free of charge. It's every Thursday at three at two o'clock two o'clock to three o'clock and you can actually get your tickets at about 12.30, get in line by a quarter to one, and then you can get in and get the seat of your choice. Uh, you may want to point out to him, just, just out of curiosity, that it's a radio show, but we don't sit around and look at the radio. Uh, it's a, it's, a, it's a, live, a live performance that happens to be cat, uh, you know, aired on radio. Thank you. That was the next thing I was going As to say. As you can see from this picture, there's a live audience. Yes, there is. And all that they ask you to do as a free live audience is applaud. And this, if I had a rant to go to, it would be because some people just sit there with their telephones or their newspapers. Why do they bother to go if they don't want to clap? That's all they ask you to do. And Dennis comes out and sings uh, an, a welcoming song. Then he has four to five acts that are local here in Las Vegas. They can be, uh, um, t uh, not Ted Williams, he's a baseball player. Yeah, and he, did, never did, <laughs> he never did sing very well, Frank, never. Frankie Avalon, Jack Jones, uh, Paul Williams, all four feet of him. Shecky Green was there last week, and James Darren, Tony Orlando. I mean, there's local talent that's really exquisite. And then there's some of these names from years gone by. That are, 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 are Headliners. being seen yeah, somewhere in the city. They're going to be there that week, so they come at his show to kind of give it a little taste of what their show is going to be like. They have a great band. And Corey Sachs, she's there every week. Corey Sachs is terrific. She plays Reba McIntyre um, in uh, one of those uh, country shows. Shows. <laughs> 
anyway, um, I go every week that I possibly can. I'm so sad that I'm going to be missing it tomorrow. All you have to do is show them your South Point card and they give you a ticket. Or if you go the day before and show your South Point card, you actually get a little number on yours and you go in first. It's so elegant. It's so lovely. <laughs> well, notice the pictures got one of the acts that was there last week. And they are the second wind, kind of a not not the heavy wind, not the bad wind, <laughs> the second wind. Okay. Oh. But what these are are Motown people. These are people who sing Motown classics, and they are fantastic. And they are local. And they are there every Tuesday night for five dollars. You can, I mean, just the entertainment that's in this town is amazing. Uh, so. I'll see you there. I love going to South Point. Uh, they have the Grand View Lounge and the showroom, and there's always now, great entertainment. One of the things, I'm just I'm the practical one. The show is basically from 2 to 3 o'clock in the afternoon. You've got to be there before 1 o'clock if you really want to get a ticket, okay? And, and you're going to have to wait in line. So I would say get there around 12, Get your ticket and then go have lunch and come back at, at about a quarter, about one o'clock, quarter, one fifteen. But because it's free, it is, it's filled. Granted, half of the people there don't clap, but it is filled. Okay? <laughs> yes, they the, do. Other, the other half are just happy to be there and breathing, all right? But, but the fact of the matter is, it is great entertainment for next to nothing. I agree with you, Sam. It's a, it's a great thing beyond the strip. And besides that, then all of the acts come out after the show and stand at a table, and you can meet them, shake their hand, talk to them, get their autographs, and it's really a lot of fun. And most of them will take pictures with you. So if you go to the Dennis Bono official fan page, you can see who's going to be there tomorrow. I won't see you tomorrow, but I'll see you next week. All right. Now let's go to go to great destinations or great get You know we started this Sam uh, we started this uh, when we first started the show we wanted to highlight or spotlight for you some great places to go to and things to do when you go to that city or that state or whatever it is and I was reading an article uh, two days ago. I've done a lot of reading this week, okay? And, and they pointed out underrated foodie places like Greensville, South Carolina, Grand Rapids, Michigan, Milwaukee, uh, Harrellsburg, California. I don't even know where that is. And Burlington, Vermont. In other words, there are hidden gems, gems all over this country. Places that get, do not get picked up big by big media or by the advertising world and all. So as part of our great go-to destinations, I want to hear from you. What is great to see and to hear in your state? If you live in Memphis, tell me about, tell me about the, the Peabody Hotel. Have you ever been there and saw the Ducks on Parade? Tell me about where Elvis's home is, okay? If you've been to Eau Claire, Wisconsin. <laughs> Tell me if that restaurant is still there that makes the best steak, Diane, that I have ever had. Can't remember the name, but I will never forget that steak, Diane. So email us on uh, 
travel, eat, and learn. Uh, uh, .com on the, or on the uh, uh, God. Oh my God. My God, it's a, <laughs> you know, it's a tongue twister. The <laughs> Vegas Video <laughs> Network.com. Oh, yeah, just read below. Don't listen to what I say. Read the print and the fine print. Let me know. We're really excited, okay? If I was going to Ohio and you live in Ohio, where should I go? That's what we want to hear from you now or in the future. So that's our great destination, Sam. We're going to Denver this week for a family affair. What we're going to see is the airport, the affair and the other airport. So that's about it. But there are nice places in Denver, especially with all the pot. Okay. I'm going to walk on water. Oceana. Now this is luxury light. Why would I say luxury light? Because I, it is the most luxurious destination-oriented cruise line. They have one uh, couple of ships, four ships that have less than 700 people, and two ships that have 1,200 people. This is a very intimate, almost one-on-one -on -one experience. And they have Jacques Pepin as their head chef their chef of their entire line. So the food is magnificent and the various restaurants on this ship are incredible. This is not like Carnival. It's not jam-packed with all kinds of activities. It is a leisurely, upper-class ship. Now, the liquor is not included. However, you can buy a liquor package. I certainly hope so. <laughs> yes, well, it's like $39 per day, per person. It can get a little spendy unless you're an alcoholic. And then it would be economical. This is uh, a ship that one of our employees went on and she couldn't wait to get back on it again. The second time that she went, the line offered her for $1,000 more an upgrade to the owner suite. An upgrade to the owner suite has a lot of things can, that go with that. A butler that will unpack for you and do anything your heart desires. And everything is included. You have bars and pianos and the whole nine yards. Well, what I got else? a pretty big heart. <laughs> what else you have is anyone who's famous, like Regis Philbin or uh, an author or whatever, is going to gravitate to your owner's suite. Because you know that you got a free bar in there. That's right. That's right. That's what That's brings right. in the crowd. <laughs> And she had that, that very experience and had a week full of wonderment. It was terrific. Um, they have a special going on right now that you can choose unlimited internet, airfare, uh, shore excursions, beverage package, or $400 um, onboard credit. They always have little specials like this where you can pick and choose different things. So 
go to your travel agent and make sure that you find out what they're offering at the time. Now, I have a few questions, Sam. Okay. okay. I do because first, number one, you, you're, you're the president of Four More Travel. All right. You have been cruising since rowboats were invented. <laughs> okay. And the fact of the matter, I want to know why you have never taken me on an Oceana. That's number one, okay? I feel a little, <laughs> okay. I feel a little slighted by all this, okay? Uh, especially since you're talking about it is a foodie experience to die for, okay? So that's number two question. Why not that? And, I, you know, I'm, I'm just feeling a little... Uh, left out? Left out. I, I feel like the, the forgotten oh. people, okay? Oh. Uh, I feel like the little people who, who just are, very, you know, first of all, you're saying upscale. You're saying upper class. No, I, I don't consider myself upper class. But I'm telling you, if I got the money, I want to be treated like upper class. That's what I okay. want to see. So you want to see, oh, sure. Oh, now, I now that I pull out the wallet, you've got all kinds <laughs> of ideas. Okay. Yes, but it indeed. isn't, the fact is, it isn't that expensive. It is upscale. That's what's important. But so people don't shy away from that. We're not talking about the Queen Mary, <laughs> but we are talking about a wonderful, wonderful experience for foodies and destinations are are great and there's all kinds of shores. It's cases. destination so rich. So you know, hopefully, hopefully, your spouse might invite you sometime to this. But well, in, you if, see, I if, take out my little wallet and I open it up, and all of these moths come flying out, and so I can't, I can't say that I'm going to take you, you have to contribute to. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, I, I think you're right. I think Oceana has got the smallness with a great large program. And it's one, it's one of the cruise lines you should check out. There's no doubt about it. All right, Sam, I think it's time for Where the Hell Is It? Now let's make sure I get this question correct. Remember last week I said, what are the four presidents on Mount Rushmore? And what was the fifth one that was recommended by Congress to be put on, but it didn't happen because as usual, Congress said, let's do this, but we're not gonna pay for it. All right, the four presidents were Washington, first president, Jefferson, the guy who bought all that land. Abraham Lincoln. Abraham, I'm seeing if you're listening. I'm seeing if you're looking. And who's the last one? Teddy Roosevelt. My favorite Rough Rider. All right. Now, who was going to be the fifth one? This is the toughie. Susan B. Anthony. And who the hell is Susan B. Anthony? That's her, that's her uh, uh, grave. grave. She was the leader of the suffragettes. She was the one who pushed for her entire life for the women to vote. And what you're seeing there is her um, tombstone in Rochester, New York. Every year, every election year, when women vote, they go there and they put I vote, their I vote sticker on her uh, tombstone. And it, the, the cemetery stays open at like 5, 6 o'clock at night. So I'm sure it's plastered all over there tonight. Maybe with a few little stickers that say, what the hell happened? Okay. And but I'd like to interject something. We moved here from Virginia. And in Virginia, in the area that we came from, Fairfax County, um, they had the prison, Lorton Prison, that the suffragettes were placed in. 
and it's open to the public and they do tours and it's really a fascinating thing to see so if you're going to washington dc make sure you make a stop in lorton yeah, it's also an interesting story about her she badgered her election people in rochester in 1904 i think it was somewhere around that time maybe maybe 1894 i think i don't it doesn't make any difference it was that time and they said, okay, you can vote. So she went and voted. And they didn't have Facebook in those days, but she did let everybody know, I voted, I'm the first woman to vote, I voted. And she had a great time for a week. And then they arrested her and put her in jail. <laughs> they negated her vote and they put her in jail because she was not allowed to vote. So things have changed, uh, things have changed. But so Susan B. Anthony was the one that Congress said, well, let's put her up too. Instead, they made a dollar coin with her head on it, which was so heavy, nobody wanted to carry. But at least she got recognized. Now, that was our answer to last week. And I don't think, Scott, nobody, nobody knew that or even cared to answer that question. So evidently it was not a biggie, okay? And in, and in case people don't know, Mount Rushmore is in... Is it South Dakota or North Dakota? I don't have a clue. I don't know. You've been there. I was three years old. That's what did I know? Do you know the difference between North and South? Where was it? It's South. Ah. Barbara, thank God, Barbara, you're here listening. <laughs> it was South. How do you get that? that what, is... What's your next question? All right, my next question is one that you gave me. I have to give her credit for it, otherwise it would be held to live with her. I'm so okay. smart. Where the hell is the Rock of Gibraltar? And what country? We had is the several, Rock we of did several trips for people and getting them. Don't give them too many hints. Oops. Okay, we'll talk I can't about tell that you next the story time. because it would give away the answer, but oh, getting you there, we can do it. But, but it's not the Rock easy. Rock of Gibraltar, where is it and why would you want to go there? <laughs> okay? All right. <laughs> Well, Sam, you know, we're coming to the end of the show, and of course, it is now time for Happy Hour Hunt. God, we love alliteration, don't we? Where are we On going? On the Vegas Video Network, we're talking about the Happy Hour Hunt. Where are we going? This week, we're getting a little classy. Ooh. Okay, this Ooh. week, we're going on the strip to Caesar's Palace, and we're going to hit Happy Hour at the Palm, which is uh. in the Fornum's. Warm shops. Warm shops. We used to go to the Palm in Washington, D.C., and that was fascinating because all of the politicians had their identity up on the walls, and they might be sitting next to you. It was really fun. So we're looking forward and to this. And it's supposed to have a great happy hour food, so I'm looking forward to that. So right after the show, we're going to head for the Palm on the Strip at Caesar's Palace. And I'm Susan Sam Shockley, and I want to thank you very much for watching our show. And I'm Patrick Barney, and we'll see you next time.